Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 15 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green, and today we've got uh, Lane, my brother, with us again for his series on Teen Perspective. Lane, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing great, too. You know, it was, it's been a long time since we recorded that last episode, and just wanted to uh, go ahead and get into this next one. It's been all of... Five minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, so we are recording these at the same time. Uh, but I do appreciate Lane coming in the studio with me. And uh, we're going to talk about music today. And last week we talked about uh, movies, but today we're going to talk about music. So, Lane, as we get started, can you talk to us about music in general? Um, in general, I think music is a great thing. Um, God commands us, Ephesians 5.19 in the King James Version says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. God knew that singing is a good thing, and it actually helps us. Um, if you look up on Google, I just I forget what exactly I typed in, but if you look it up, it says, Music was shown to have beneficial effects on anxiety, pain, fatigue, and quality of life with small effects on heart rate, respiratory rate, and blood pressure in a systematic review of 52 clinical trials involving 3,731 patients with cancer. So if you really think about it, God knew what he was doing whenever he commanded us to sing songs. So I think songs are a great thing and we should sing all the time, but we need to pay attention to the things we are listening to on the radio and make sure listen to the words, make sure there's something that a Christian should listen to. Absolutely. You think about the profound impact that music has on us, and you mentioned all those health benefits. Well, music is going to have a profound uh, impact on our mind as well. There's a reason that, you know, as part of the acts of worship, God has commanded us to sing. Uh, And we are to teach and admonish one another in the psalms and hymns and spiritual songs that we sing and we, we make melody in our heart to the Lord, uh, there's a reason he wanted us to do that. And part of it is it benefits us. And those words that we're singing as we sing with the Spirit and with the understanding also, uh, those words are going to have a profound impact on us, and they're going to help us to strengthen as Christians. Well, the words that we listen to on the radio are going to have a big impact on us as well. And there's some things that on the radio that we listen to are fine and they'll have a good impact, or at least a neutral impact on us. But there are a lot of things that are available on the radio or your your iPod. Uh, Does anybody use those anymore? I don't know. Uh, Your phone, whatever, that you listen to that are going to have not just a neutral impact, but they're actually going to have a very negative impact on our mind. And if they're having a negative impact on our mind, that means they're negatively impacting our souls. Um, yes, like, I know a lot of songs nowadays. Um, now, um, songs aren't quite as bad as movies are yet, but they're it's some, a, of some of them. Um, you got to really pay attention because it's there. if you 
really listen to some of the songs, you, you know, you hear the songs and, you know, it's like, oh, this song, I love this song, it sounds really good, and then you start listening to the lyrics, um, and you listen to the lyrics and you start to realize that song is not talking about something very Christian-like. Right. And something I encourage you to do is if you have a song that you really like, but you're like you haven't really thought about it, go look up the lyrics. Make sure the lyrics are clean, because sometimes the way they sing it, like for instance, in a country song, they may have an accent that you can't really tell what they're saying. Go look up what it's saying. Right. Make sure it's something clean. It may be a very appealing tune, a very uh, appealing beat. You know, very upbeat and great tune, uh, great vocals, but that's not. The most important part of of the uh, the song it's the lyrics. The um, lyrics are going to impact us, and it's not only impacting us; it's impacting the people around us. Yeah, our kids in the car. Yeah, and you may have the windows rolled down. You you're driving down the road, and you know someone like one of your friends. They're not a Christian. They hear you playing this song, and it is not a good song. And they're like, "Oh, Lane's a Christian. He listens to it. So if he can listen to it, then why can't I?" Yep. And those things that it's talking about in the song, well, if Lane's listening to that and he's a Christian, then why can't I go drink and get drunk because the song's talking about it and he thinks the song's fine? Right, exactly. So our influence comes into play as well, for sure. Well, you know, music certainly can, can glorify God, and we've talked about that, you know, singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord. But what about music that tries to do that but falls short in some ways? Um, Certainly... It's it may not be dirty or anything like that, but nine times out of ten you get you get on the radio and it'll say some type of Christian uh, radio station or something like that, and you get on there and this, this these are songs that are intended to praise God, and you hear guitar and drums and all these things in the back in the background. We're not commanded to play musical instruments. With, in the New Testament, in the New right. Testament, like that song or that um, scripture that we just read, um, Ephesians five nineteen, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. It doesn't say anywhere in there, go play a guitar if you're better at playing a guitar, or go play drums if you're better at playing drums. It says sing and make well, melody and, in your heart, and all that stuff, and the the light shows and the the smoke and the uh, the you know the the praise bands and what have you, it, it distracts from the words. And I just don't understand why that's such a deal breaker for so many people when we point out that the first century church, they sang. That's what they did. And you can prove that historically. And the New Testament, it commands singing. Uh, we can prove that. And there's no playing in the New Testament. Uh, so, you know, but so many people find that to be like a deal breaker. Well, if you if you don't play instruments, then I'm not coming. Well, is that really the most important thing anyway? Well, certainly there's things in whenever we worship God that we do like for instance we love singing and all these things. But we don't come we don't come and worship God for for us. We're doing it because we should be doing it because we're commanded to do that and we need we want to please God. It's not all about us. Certainly we benefit from all these things, but it's we shouldn't be only worried about ourselves. Exactly. Yep. Well, let's uh, switch gears and talk about music uh, that you know we do listen to on the radio. Uh, and I want to ask you about 
the majority of music that has come out in your lifetime, Lane, what do you think about it? Do you think that it's good music? Do you think it's stuff that God approves of? Or would you say that the majority is bad and, and has a bad influence on Christians? I would definitely say the majority is not good to listen to, and I think it has a very negative impact. Now, I will say it varies from genre to genre. In um, Now, all of them have their bad songs, and all of them have their good songs, but... If, for instance, you may listen to pop music. Pop music is popular music, so what's popular is, t- is usually going to have sinful stuff, sinful things. Right. So you got to really be careful about that. Um, country tends to have something about drinking in it. Yep. Now, I will say probably the worst is R&B or hip-hop or anything like that. From a, a standpoint of uh, percentage-wise. Percentage-wise. Right. Now, there are a few... That do not cuss and they are clean, um, clean. Yeah, excuse me, clean singers. But they're few and far between. So you really gotta listen and pay attention. Make sure it's something a Christian should be listening to. Um, right. One of the options I, I, um, I've heard of one guy. His name's NF. He's a rapper, but um, he doesn't have anything inappropriate. He doesn't cuss or anything like that in his songs. So right. Just kind of search your options and. There's there's options out there. You just gotta search, right? So, I uh, I really like a lot of genres of music. Um, I just I like variety, and so I'll listen to I'll listen to country for a while, and then I'll listen to pop, and I'll even listen to, like classical music. I mean, just all kinds of stuff I listen to, uh, alternative rock type stuff, classic rock. Just I like music, and I like to sing while I'm listening to music, and I like to uh, you know turn it up in the car, but I've got to be careful. Now, I want to say that, you know, me personally, I'd say, I guess country was maybe my favorite for for much of my life and, and still is to a large extent, except for I believe that country has even started to really go downhill, and so I don't listen to much of the new, of the new stuff. But even back, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, what was country known for to some extent? Drinking and cheating songs. So there's plenty of bad stuff within that genre. There's also lots of good songs within the genre as well, and that's the the music that I like. But the point is, you know, there's going to be bad stuff in all these different genres. Uh, now I want to talk about the idea that, you know, well, uh, well, this song has a really good beat. I just love it. Well, yeah, it might have a good beat, but what are the lyrics? Again, those lyrics, those are the things that are going to have an impact on your mind. The the beat, it's going to have an impact on your heart rate, and it's going to get you, you know, get your blood pumping. It's going to really like that. But the lyrics is what's going to impact your mind, and you're going to remember that, and it's going to be in your subconscious, and I'm telling you, it's going to affect you. I want to give you an example. I remember when Lil Nas X... Uh, he's a hip hop guy, writer, rapper, or whatever. Yes, I'm not much into that music. I mean, I'll listen to it a little bit, but I mean very little. But he came out recently with a very ungodly song uh, and music video to accompany it, and some people were shocked about that. And he also came out with like the Satan shoes or whatever, just yes, horrible, yeah, terrible, ho- terrible, just junk. But anyways. Some people were shocked and like, "Oh, what happened? Uh, his, his other song was was clean, and and then now he's just doing all, all this terrible stuff." 
Except if you actually read the lyrics of his other song, which what's his big song? Um, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. That was all the rage, uh, I guess, what, a year or two ago? A couple years ago. A couple years ago. Uh, time flies. But anyways, that song was all the rage. Well, Lil Nas X, yeah, he's not clean. Uh, by the way, he's come out as uh, living in a sinful lifestyle, we'll say it that way, recently as well. Uh, but that song, Old Town Road, look at the lyrics. It's not clean. Filthy. It's filthy. Uh, they're talking about female anatomy. I'll just say it that way, inappropriately. Drugs. Uh, drugs. Um, it's not a clean song. And people are like, oh, he was so clean. Did you read the lyrics? So, see, we get wrapped up in these guys, and we think, oh, they're fine. We, we get we get caught up in how it sounds. Yes. And, oh, it's cute. It's cute. It's not cute. It's teaching our kids to to be attracted to sinfulness. It really frustrates me. Let's look at some Bible verses, and we list we listed most of these last week, uh, but I want to talk about them again. Ephesians four twenty nine we talked about last week. It says, "Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, or corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers." Okay, when's the last time that somebody in the rap industry or the country industry or, or whatever, when's the last time they actually reflected on that verse and applied it to their songs? Most of them don't. Not even by a long shot. Right? Most of them, yeah, it's very inappropriate. Absolutely. Uh, there's very few artists who are completely clean. Like completely. Very, very few. Uh, what about Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11? Ephesians 5, verse 11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. That's what we're trying to do in this episode. We need to expose the fact that most of the stuff that's being listened to on the radio, and parents, if you're listening to this, you need to pay attention to what your your kids are listening to on their uh, Beats headphones or their their phones or whatever. You need to listen. Listen to what they're listening to, and if it's inappropriate, cut it off and tell them, look, I'm going to take this stuff away. You're not listening to that. We've got to expose this stuff. What about 1 Corinthians 15.33? We mentioned that last week. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. We do not need to be deceived. Evil company or communication, the things around us, they will corrupt good habits, good morals. There's no way around it, and that includes the music that we listen to. We also talked about Romans chapter 1 last week, and we won't read through all that again, but remember in verse 32, it says those who have pleasure in those evil things, that long list of evil things, if we have pleasure in those evil things, we will be just as guilty. Well, if we're listening to evil things in the music that we listen to, we're having pleasure in it. So we've got to be careful and not uh, involve ourselves with that. Lane, you want to get Psalm 101 verse 3 for us? Yes. Psalm 101, verse 3. Psalm 101, verse 3. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. David says he's not going to set any wicked thing above, uh, in front of his eyes. We mentioned that last week as it pertains to movies. What about setting wicked things before our ears? Same principle. Um... It, and we talk about this a lot 
what you we we use that uh common uh phrase you are what you eat it's the same thing here you are what you listen to oh yeah and if you're listening to inappropriate things it's going to come out in the way you live absolutely and and we've seen that i'm sure right we we see people acting on the things that they're listening to it, it becomes a part of you the the music that's uh that we're and whenever you listen to inappropriate things it's going to tempt you to do like yeah. you listen to a song let's say you've had a drinking problem in the past you listen to the song is talking about getting drunk and all these things you're like man i really wish i could go get drunk right now if you know that that song's got that in it t- change the channel do not listen to that right yep for sure so let's talk about options for christians you know i've often thought wouldn't it be great if more true Christians would come out with music and would refuse to compromise their morals to, you know, what the music industry wants them to do? It would be wonderful. Um, the problem is people get their fame out there and they throw their beliefs aside for wealth and different wealth, things. Yeah, wealth and, and fame and fortune. They, they compromise their morals so that they can, you know— um, Earthly wealth. Yeah, so that they can have that that prestige and fame and, and the money that comes with it and uh, a lot of times the sinful things that come with it. And it's it's just a shame. And uh, even, you know, there'll be a, a good old boy, we might say, a down-home good old boy who's, you know, he'll sing a lot of real good songs, but then he'll throw in some bad ones too because he's he's being corrupted by that industry. So... You know, I think of some music artists who have some really good songs, great songs, but then they also have got some really bad songs as well. I'll give you some examples. George Strait. I love George Strait. He's one of my favorite singers as far as his musical ability, uh, his, you know, kind of the way he is. Uh, he's just down-to-earth guy and a good performer, and he's got a lot of excellent songs. I'll give you some examples. Carrying Your Love With Me, uh, I Cross My Heart. Check Yes or No, Love Without End, Amen. If you're a country music fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't listen to country, well, uh, start listening because there's some really good songs. But the same guy who sings all those, he's also got songs like All My Te- Exes Live in Texas, which is basically, uh, well, he's been divorced a hundred times or whatever, uh, basically. Uh, also, uh, Unwound, uh, that's a, a bad song. If you look up the lyrics, you'll see why. Uh, and here's one. Every little honky-tonk bar, right? That That's a sinful song. It's a drinking song. What about Blake Shelton? He's real popular here in Oklahoma. He's from Oklahoma. Uh, he sings, you know, God Gave Me You. Good song uh, about marriage. Uh, Happy Anywhere, another kind of similar song. Uh, Home. These are good, really good songs. But then he also sings songs like this. Boys Around Here, drinking Ice cold beer. That's right. Ice cold beer. Well, if somebody listens to that and they have a drinking problem, what are they going to want to do? They're going to want to go get drunk. Exactly. So uh, he sings that. I mean, he sings, the more I drink, the more I drink. He also sings, doing what she likes. And it's it's got some innuendos and things in there that is, you know, inappropriate. We, we don't need to be listening to that. Uh, here's one. Taylor Swift. I used to be. Did you ever like Taylor Swift? I, whenever I was really little... Go ahead, I, admit it, you liked it. <laughs> a little bit. Okay, you probably had a crush on her, didn't you? 
everybody had a crush on Taylor Swift. I think me. I was a little young. Okay, well, anyways, I liked Taylor Swift, okay? Uh, she was America's sweetheart when I was your age, basically. Uh, maybe a little older, but yeah. Anyways, she was America's sweetheart. Now what, she, what is she? She is a very ungodly person. And so I think that's part of the agenda. They they get kids to look up to these sweethearts, these role models. Uh, here's another example, Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana. Oh, she was America's sweetheart. Well, five years later, when she's 20 years old, she goes off the deep end. And I could give you example after example of these uh, people who are looked up to by young girls and young boys, and then they, they go off the deep end, and they're very ungodly people now. It's part of an agenda. Yep. Like, what do kids do? They look up to people. And... They look up to these artists, you know, because they're great singers and all these things. And whenever they get older, because as a little kid, they're like, oh, I want to be just like Taylor Swift. And they get older and Taylor Swift's doing all these evil things. And it leads them down a terrible path. And um, that like back to what we were talking about earlier, you got to teach your kids right. Don't let, don't let them listen to songs like that so that they can't look up to people like that. If they can't look up to a people or to people like that, then you don't have to worry about that as much. Our kids' role models need to be preachers and elders and deacons and Bible class teachers and preachers' wives and moms and dads. That's who our role models need to be. And, uh, you know, it might even take it to, you know, coaches and teachers and things like that. Maybe not even Christians, but still good people. That's who our role models need to be. They don't need to be uh, all these Hollywood idols because that is teaching our kid, teaching our kids flat out wickedness. We learn, we, um, we teach a lot of American history, especially um, as little kids. And while it's very, like, we need to teach those things, but we also have to remember to teach Bible history about Paul, about all the disciples, because these are important things. This is our heritage, if you think about it, Christian heritage. Um, We need to know about our past because history repeats itself. So if we know what happened then, we'll be better prepared for what happens in the future. For sure. We need need kids that know more about, Noah and Abraham and David and and Paul and Peter and Jesus. Uh, then they know about Beyonce and Jay Z and Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X and uh, Blake Shelton and uh, Florida Georgia Line and all the you know all these other popular uh, performers. Well, Lane, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode. You got anything else uh, before we wrap it up? I believe that's all. All right. Just like last time, he said what he said, and now he's done. We appreciate Lane, my brother, uh, for joining me on this episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. Lord willing, next week he'll continue to be with us as we talk about, drumroll please, what is it, Lane? Teen relationships. Teen relationships. I know he's looking forward to that one. So y'all make sure and join us next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are 
scattered abroad. May God bless you.